Hello, welcome to the Seeking Truth Podcast. Today we will be talking about love. Specifically, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and also later on in 1 John chapter 4. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but... When the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now, faith hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So a little context on 1 Corinthians here. It was written by Paul to the church in the city of Corinth. So the city of Corinth is situated, imagine, on a strip of land connecting the Peloponnese Peninsula in Greece to the rest of Greece. So this piece of land is connecting Greece and the Peloponnese Peninsula. So anyone at the time traveling to or from the Peloponnese Peninsula had to pass through this city of Corinth. And also, Corinth had ports on the northern and southern parts of the city. And in Paul's time, it was the capital of the province Achaia of the Roman Empire. So clearly all of these combined would have made this city extremely busy, extremely busy to say the least. So Paul wrote this letter because he was worried, because he knew that they were having issues with claims of spiritual superiority, um, suing one another in public courts, abusing um, communal meals, and sexual misbehavior. So the goal of this letter was to address those things that Paul, that I just mentioned and to build unity within the Corinthian certs. So that's his goal in writing this letter to the Corinthians. Now chapter 13, we come to love. Now we first see a description of the importance of love and the definition of love. So this love, as it is written in the text, is agape, which is described as 
sacrificial. Now, in times like this, I like to look up in the dictionary to get basic words like sacrificial a really firm meaning. So in, in the dictionary, I looked it up, sacrificial is to be used up or destroyed in fulfilling a purpose or function. This same word is also described in the text as patient, which is to bravely endure misfortunes and troubles, to bear the offenses and injuries of others. Now we see in the last verse, faith, hope, and love. He mentions these three things, and he says the word abide. That's the word that is translated abide, which means to remain as one or to stick together. So these three things work together. Faith, the assurance of things hoped for, hope, joyful expectation, and sacrificial and patient love all work together to build unity. That's what Paul is really wanting to highlight here, that these three things work together, but out of all of them, love is more important. How is love helpful for unity? Love like this builds and maintains unity. This love gives us a perfect picture of how to love others. And in loving others, we are building unity. This is why he included this in his letters to the Corinthian church. So let's kind of relate it back to us today. Imagine with me, you're homeless. Being homeless, you are tired, cold, hot and dirty. Now someone walks up to you and gives you some money. That's exciting, right? You get some money. Someone finally was kind. You're energized and filled with hope. Only then do you realize when you look down, the money is not actually money. It is a track telling you of the love of God. But you already knew that God loved you because you're a Christian. How would you feel? What would you have wanted them to do? What would help you meet your needs? And how would you have shown love to others? So my point in this is not to bash tracks and uh, spreading the word through tracks. I'm not coming against that. My point is, without the love of addressing the needs of this person who is homeless, the gospel doesn't mean anything. The words you're saying, the things you're communicating, don't mean a thing unless you show love to someone through the actions and through the things that you do. That's a big part of love that is missed a lot. In the example of a homeless person, if they're tired, help them find a place to sleep. If they're cold, maybe you have a jacket. Maybe, maybe you can give them your own jacket. Or maybe it's hot. You can give them some water. You can buy them some water. Love is giving up your own jacket. Love is finding or buying another jacket for them. It's getting water for those who are thirsty. That's what love is. Now for me, this is extremely personal and it has been for a long time um, because as it mentions in the beginning of 1 Corinthians 13, having faith to move mountains. You listen to that, you hear that and you're just kind of like, okay, that's not real. That's how I felt about it. I never, I had a hard time imagining having enough faith to move mountains, or even dying as a martyr, or preaching even. I saw these things as impossible, so I latched on 
to love, specifically the love that's mentioned in 1 Corinthians 13. I latched onto this because I, I told myself, well, I can't move mountains, but I can at least love someone. And clearly that's what more, is more important anyway, because without love, the acts of faith are meaningless. And I've been on the receiving end of faith without love. It's not great. And I've grown to learn that acts of faith are about showing the love of Christ by providing and meeting a physical need. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So I encourage you to abide in love, to abide in God, abide in God's love and receive love from others. It's okay to let people love you. And one way of showing love is letting others love you. I pray that the Lord would guide you and strengthen you and keep you and love you. I pray also that we would take some things from today and apply them to our lives. Lord, I pray that we would have the strength to take what we have learned and apply it to our lives and to do what you call us to do. Amen. Thank you for listening.